0: in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John Petro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is right now 12.06, 12.06 on this, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 12.07, 12.07 on this Wednesday. It is September 14th. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380. And 99.9 FM. What a day and night in the past 24 hours. Folks, we have a lot to uh, get to bring you up to speed on everything. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. This is the Noon Report. This portion of the program on this day after, on this Wednesday, is purchased by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, fall is definitely in the air. And they are ready. Homegrown mums and kale, outstanding. Sizes ranging, 4-inch, 6-inch, 9-inch, 12-inch ornamental peppers, four to six inch pots, everything you need for all your fall decorating and more. Pumpkins, straw, corn stalks, gourds, sugar pumpkins. Stop in and pick up some of the native vegetables that they have. Sweet corn, eggplants, zucchini peppers, yellow squash, tomatoes, local honey. And remember, this is the best time. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they want to remind you that this is the best time to plant. Trees and shrubs, cooler temperatures, less watering. Don't forget, deer-resistant placata trees. Always beautiful choice for a natural privacy border. Sizes ranging 3 three feet to 11 feet. Mulch screen loom. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Folks, stop it and see them. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Local great service they've had a great season stop in and see them well folks good afternoon right now it's 1208 you're listening to the john DePetro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website which is DePetro.com. and i want to welcome everybody in this is the noon report on facebook live we we went late last night uh doing primary coverage in uh Princeton mayor former crinson mayor alan fung the race is now set boy Seth magazine they are out of the box Hitting at him, we're going to uh, talk to him coming up at the bottom half of the hour. But I want to touch on yesterday, and this is one of those things. Um, let's just be very clear about this. <coughs> Excuse me, Helena Folks won yesterday. Helena Bonano Folks, she won. She did exactly what she was supposed to do. She won day of election. Don't forget that. I posted it on Facebook. You look at day of. She beat Dan McKee. She beat Dan McKee day of, day of voting, people voting on Election Day. Now, folks, everyone in the state, I'm calling on Pat uh, Greg Amore, who's running Secretary of State. This business, I, I've been saying this is a bad idea. Dan McKee, the only reason he survived, wait for it, is mail ballots and early voting, mail ballots and early voting that that's not how it's done she won yesterday you know i posted the figures and it's it's very clear if you haven't seen them they're out there but that's the way it should go the mckee campaign basically collapsed the last week of the campaign when when a lot of people the undecideds broke for helena folks they broke for her in a big way but make no mistake about it this is a week in mckee And I'm going to play the phone call in just a moment, give you some backstory to that. But Dan McKee yesterday, see now they have three three things. Polling place, that's day of, everyone that voted, 26,266. However, he got 5,200, almost 5,300 in, wait for it, mail ballots. Ballot harvesting, no doubt, by the unions. Then early voting, 4,600. But yesterday, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, 26,266 votes. Helena Bonano folks, 26,509. She beat him yesterday, <clears throat> but he beat her in the mail ballots and all this early voting BS. And Nellie Gorbeier also did well with that. Helena Bonano folks, did well with early voting, 4,000 votes, but trailed McKee and Gorbea, the only reason Dan McKee is going to be in the general election is because of the mail ballots. It, it, it's just a fact. 32.8% of the vote, Helena Bonano, folks, 30.1%. Easily could have closed the gap. And in a couple different places. She could have used Gina, there for her. But I'm going to tell you, if you're Dan McKee, now normally, he would want to be out. He's doing a victory lap. He's doing all kinds of interviews. Media's um, media's a little skittish with him a little bit. I heard that he did blow off an early morning interview that he was supposed to do this morning. Didn't want to go out. Why? Because he didn't want to talk about the phone call. He didn't want to talk about the phone call. Now, I know people can say phone call gate and everything else. Listen, there's a lot of I, I really I hope you heard last hour because Justin Katz, we broke it down pretty well. This could have gone a lot of different ways. But the backstory here, I can't believe some of the people on social media that was trying to defend McKee and saying it's the staffer's fault. And the staff, first of all, the staffer is attorney Eva Mancuso, who went to go to work for the McKee campaign. Now, I spoke to people that were there behind the scenes. He was belligerent. He was yelling at the staff, get her on the phone. I want her to concede he could fits of rage granted he's an older man he's 71 he's tired they were very nervous because she won in polling ballot so he screamed, i want her on the phone now you know our heads are gonna roll what's wrong with you people a maniac so then governor mckee says i've had it now here's the other part that the media is not talking about McKee's like, that's it. At 11 o'clock, I'm announcing that I won. Boom, period. Now, if you were watching the coverage, Channel 12 and Channel 10, at 10.30, they called the race for McKee. But that was before Helena Bonana folks had called them and given the concession call. So he's like, I'm going live at 11. He's screaming, get her on the phone. They're going back and forth. The, the camps are calling each other. <clears throat> Even Mancuso deserved a lot better than that. No, number one, he walks out there. Here's what I was told. They didn't know they were live. <clears throat> he was supposed to be going live at 11. Part of it is, it was it was chaotic, it's loud. There's all these different people. He's like fit to be tied. She won during the day. He's nervous about the mail ballots. He's nervous about the stunts they were pulling in East Providence. He's like, think is this really happening? The union bosses are calling him, what's going on? Are you not going to pull this off? You you if he had let down the union bosses, there'd be a pair of cement shoes. So he's up there and he just lets us go, right? Suddenly he's Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. We'll do it live, Blake. We'll do it live, right? McKee is flipping out. And then all of a sudden, as he's like trying to get into a rhythm, all right, you've been screaming you want to talk to her. This is what I was told. Even they don't know they're live. They they were told they're going live at 11. I I have her on the phone right now. And then we heard his reaction. Folks, that was good insight to how he handles things. And that's really, you know, there's the whole thing of how how are they behind, like he let the curtain down.
1: No, that's not going to (laughs) happen. That's not going to happen. Eva, hang up on that. Basically, I, I, you said to hang up on her uh, when she was trying to call the, the speech. What do you say to people who say you should do that? I'm giving an acceptance speech. Uh, everybody knows I'm giving it. Can I
0: get a phone call. I say, that, that, that did not make any sense to do it at the time. Obviously. But anybody we're looking at, uh, with a brain in the head would not be calling when they're watching me on TV giving an acceptance speech. Yes. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe they weren't watch watching you on, on television. Is that possible? Since you were going to go on at 11 and they walked out early, he walked on because Channel 10 and Channel 12 called the election. By the way, I don't remember that ever happening. I don't think that should have happened. Because they still had some questions on some ballots. Gonna
1: no, that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> hey, hang up on them. <laughs>
0: Not once, tw- hang up on them. Now, as we talked about earlier, and again, folks, good afternoon. Listen, w- would he have done that if they said, Governor George Knees on the phone? Well, then he'd be like, who, who else would he have done that with? You know, that was a very telling moment. <coughs> and also, I think Justin Katz is right. It blew up this whole thing of the governor who lives with his mother and blah, la blah, blah. And we just play cards, play cards, talk about a hothead. I don't think, what do you mean you don't want to play cards? What? Listen, that is, that is no class, arrogant, boorish behavior. Hang up on them. Hang up on them. Now, I know there were people attacking. Well, the, the, the staffer should, that, that's not what happened. I fully get it. People are saying the staffer should have said, I'm sorry, he's given the speech. I'm sorry. And this whole business, can he call him back? It's normally in real time. Right, Most of the time, they step up onto the stage, and they say, I just got off the phone with so-and-so. So this business of call back or anything, that, that's normally not, the, he kind of jumped the gun. You know, I haven't talked to her, the hell with her, they were going back and forth. The stations just called it, which I, I don't know if, the, I think they called it early. I don't know what the rush was. They called it, kind of competition, both Channel 10 and Channel 12. We're going to call it. Dan McKee won, blah, blah, blah. Even though I, I, Helena folks was like, let's look through the mail ballots. Um, there, there is, there's so many different ways. Oh, is that her? Helena, hello, yes, well, thank you. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. Listen, you have a beautiful family, I appreciate that, you ran a good race. And um, we'll talk to you. Soon. Boom, folks! I just got off with Helena. Folks, that's not this board. Talk about obnoxious! Wow, is that how he is when when uh, when a company calls who's thinking of relocating, moving their private business to Rhode Island? Wow. That is, talk about obnoxious behavior. No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Hey, hang
1: up on them. Hang up on them.
0: Hey, 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 hey. Hang up on them. Hang up on them. Who does that? So the problem is, instead of now celebrating, and, you know, here I am the day after, even though, <clears throat> you know, hardly folks are convincing win here. It is wide open right now for Ashley Kalis. It is wide open for Ashley Kalis. She couldn't have asked for a better opportunity right now. She couldn't have asked for a better opportunity because Dan McKee, he he didn't win yesterday. Let's just be very clear about that. Dan McKee lost yesterday. (coughs) He won the overall with the mail ballots and the early voting that the union's ballot harvested for him. But he lost yesterday. So that 32.8%, that's everything. If you break it down, the person who's now, he's now below 30%. So 70% of Democrats wanted someone other than Dan McKee. And folks, once they get on stage, and it is certainly going to be in uh, Ashley Kalis' interest. Now they're going to do the same type of thing. McKee's going to say, "Yeah, let's let's vote at the now we know now you know why he doesn't want he wants early voting, and he wanted to have a lot of people voting before they had a chance to see him on the debate stage." The reputation, I get you can get caught up in the moment. Uh, there were, as I said, there were a lot of different ways to handle it, and you could start with. <coughs> excuse me, folks. Once he started, it's very easy for these people. Like I can't believe. Some of the McKee defenders out there who were talking about uh lessons in let me let me just and I know him, but Dante Bellini and some of these people that the staff let me get the exact wording of um by the way, also where was ramundo where was Ramundo by the way, so so much for you know she helped as we talked about. She helped Brett Smiley. She helped Stefan Pryor. Where was Raimondo? She could have made a difference in Johnson if she had campaigned there. Dante Bellini. The art of courtesy shouldn't be hard. Art of courtesy. Hang up on them. Is that the art of courtesy? Wow. You know he he actually he didn't win yesterday. The only reason Dan McKee has advanced is because of early voting in the mail ballots. And Ashley Kalis, I I can't believe the opportunity, she's dealing with someone who right now is below 30%. And the major issues of the campaign have really not been fleshed out in the general election. I'm gonna tell you what they are. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro show is brought by Propane Plus remember for all your propane needs call them today 401-885-4209 in massachusetts 508-252-3359 propane plus heating and cooling three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery online billing all customers receive a free safety inspection. They have a very usable website. It's Propane Plus. Residential, commercial. You put in your zip code. Their website is propaneplus.com. But call them today for all your propane needs. It's heating and cooling, residential, commercial. Call Propane Plus. Request service. 401-885-4209. 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Folks, visit the website, dPetro.com, And don't forget, our website is... Which has been uh, what an incredible month that's happening, is uh, brought to you by the Cohesit Inn. A great meal's waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn, 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Fork. See, Dan McKee, (coughs) Governor McKee, that was uh, that phone call. (coughs) First of all, Helena Folks really laid him out with the commercial yesterday. Ashley Kalis, she should borrow the Folks commercial and just put herself in at the end. Worst governor in the country. See, Dan McKee gave up on trying to win you over, he gave up on trying to win me over. He gave up on trying to win over the public. He is 100% in with the unions. He is nothing more than a yes man and puppet for the special interests. That's not good for the taxpayers. And they listed all the reasons for all the union people to themselves to vote for him. Soccer Stadium Pawtucket that they list as a $300 million project. I thought the stadium was supposed to cost $150 million. Superman building, half a billion in school construction, the $3,000 bonuses. If I'm Ashley Kalis, now I know she's going to say education, and she's going to battle him on education. I think for a lot of voters, people are very skittish of Dan McKee, and he does not have the support of the Democrat Party. I don't think the Matt Brown people are voting for him, that Lewis, whoever. That's 10 points right there. I don't think they're voting for him. He probably gets some of the Nelly people. I don't think he gets all the folks people because there was such a turnoff in the hangup. But I believe Ashley Kalis, there's some issues out there. Now, they have already started to like put the groundwork about the FBI probe, and that's real. The Helena folks commercial yesterday, worst governor, hothead, hang up on him. Total. Those are no bid contracts. Superman building, soccer stadium, those are no-bid contracts. Private sector unions, they juice up the cost. We have to pay for it. The thing that Ashley Kalis, to me, should hit him on that would play well are the $3,000 bonuses to the state workers and the driver's licenses for illegals. $3,000 $3,000 bonuses for state workers. A lot of people still don't know about that, that he was trying to buy off all the state workers for their votes in the driver's license for illegals. If you put the driver's license, McKee signed that in, and he's got his little hench person there, Matos. that team. If you put illegal, illegals getting a driver's license on the ballot and have a state referendum, it loses 80-20, Ashley Kalis should talk about bonuses to state workers that really rankles people. Folks, who listing right now at 1225 on this Wednesday, <clears throat> how do you feel that the state workers of which, by the way, you pay their salary, they are paid because you pay taxes. So the teachers, but the state workers, the people at the courts, three thousand dollars for nothing. For what? For nothing. Just cause they asked and he wanted their votes. You paid for that. That's our taxpayer. You pay their salary. Not only do you pay their salary and their health benefits, they got three thousand dollar bonuses on top of it. Totally wrong. This guy's never seen a tax cut. No wonder the FBI's up is behind. <clears throat> totally unfit, came stumbling to the finish line. The only, he lost yesterday. I repeat, Dan McKee, Governor McKee, lost yesterday. He won because his union buddies stuffed the ballot box with the stupid mail ballots. Now, I've been saying, Pat cordalesa today, <clears throat> voting should be the week leading up. This is crazy. Helena folks would have won. There's no reason for to vote August twentieth. Early voting, mail ballots. I went yesterday, wasn't even crowded. How many people went yesterday? You breezing it out. There were no lines. This is it's all done. He and Gorbea to try to steal the election. And you know what McKee did? Now we heard about things going on in East Providence that were wrong. I am telling you, if Ashley Kalis plays her cards right, I, I. she can actually win this thing. And Aaron Guckian has a golden chance to be the next lieutenant governor. <clears throat> you know, they actually have a very good chance, the top two. But Ashley has to play it smart. Now, someone said, referred to Helena Folks as the, the governor mom. That means they're confusing. Someone said that to me on Twitter. No, that's Ashley Kalis that's the mom governor. But you don't say it at the end. I don't know. Between now and November, she would have to run a really perfect campaign. But I'll tell you, she can't ask for a better opportunity. You know, it's also comical, folks. We're going to talk to him in a moment. But I think of this. Alan Fung, I mean, he he had to run against Ramundo twice. He had to run against Ramundo twice If if he... Oh, my God, the different people that are now looking at the race saying, I had no idea that, <clears throat> that, she was, that uh, McKee was going to be in such a weakened state. His polling numbers have been weak. He lost yesterday. I don't know how else to explain it. And then as everyone's watching his victory speech, he turns into like an obnoxious jerk. Very boorish. Poor class, no class. Really, really inappropriate. Someone, uh, all right, we're going to talk right now, folks. Joining us on the line right now, he is ready for the general election in CD2, and I can't wait to vote for him. It's former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. Good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Hey, good afternoon, John. How are you doing? Well, that uh, that was quite a performance with the phone call last night. Uh, Alan Fong, I'm just curious. I could never imagine in a million years that in that position that you would instruct people just hang up on the opponent who was graciously calling you to concede the race.
1: No, I, I probably would have handled a little bit uh, differently, uh, John, you know, but that's one of the things that in the heat of the moment, people get caught up uh, on the highs and lows of election night, you know, I've been there, uh, those close elections, emotions run, you know, wild, but I certainly have always shown myself to be uh, you a know, person that kind of works across the aisle no matter, no matter what happens in a campaign. So, you know, but, you know, fortunately for me, I'm not in that position. You uh, know, we are right now in a position where we're working hard every single day to make sure we go to Washington, D.C. to first and foremost improve our economy and be the champions of families here in the second district. That's my focus. I'm laser focused on that mission. Uh, everything that I did to help Cranston's families is what I want to take down to Washington, D.C. to help all the families in District 2 and our great state of Rhode Island.
0: Mayor Fung, what are the issues that are going to define this race? You know, I've been saying in watching, first of all, the other candidates in CD2 basically gave Seth Magazine or a pass for whatever reason. They were all kind of preaching the same type of thing. I'd like now the race begins. Now it is Fung, Magazine, a Fung, Mainstay in 2nd District. Has won in second district, CD two. Has produced for the people. The people know what are the issues in the fun camp that are going to define this race.
1: You know, and this is you know the big difference between myself and Seth Magaziner because Seth's big argument was we we need to keep this seat blue. You know, it sounds like he's hungry for political power and just wants a victory for the political party. I'm ready to lead from day one to be, you know, the representative for all the residents in District 2 to fight, to fight this cost-of-living crisis that's hitting our kitchens, hitting our living rooms, hitting our cars. You know, and this is what's going on because everyone from all walk of life in not just our state but across the country is living through the disastrous policies of you know, our president, Joe Biden, and the Speaker Pelosi, who have both endorsed Seth Magaziner, that is failing all of us. High gas prices, high grocery prices, labor shortages, supply chain issues. This can't keep going on. I want to make sure that I get down there to fight these things, just like what I did in Cranston, tackling some of this crazy spending that's coming out of uh, the Democrat administration right now. Making sure that we cut the red tape so that businesses can grow their jobs and get people back to work. Making sure we're investing properly the dollars into our infrastructure, such as at Quonset, so we have an adequate supply chain and bring more businesses into the state where we're manufacturing more in our country, in our own backyards. That's what I am focused on doing for all of Rhode Island and particularly the residents of uh, District 2.
0: Mayor Fung, I want to ask you uh, again, folks. Mayor Fung, the race is now set. CD2, <clears throat> former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung against General Treasurer Seth Magaziner. Just a couple, as Tim White would say, rapid-fire questions. Uh, I have a photo. I took it. It is Seth Magaziner at a Defund the Police rally. He's marching along. Would you agree with him in the nature of Defund the Police?
1: John That is absolutely, absolutely disturbing, and I am a pro, not only uh, safety person, but someone who stands by our law enforcement. You saw me, you know, on a couple of occasions, John, during that time So what happened the night before uh, in Providence, at that Providence Place Mall, and the desecration Mm -hmm. of a police uh, vehicle wasn't going to happen in Cranston. You saw me on another occasion, John, on Elwood Elwood Avenue, Avenue. protecting our residents, you know, locking it down, preventing, you know, many of these individuals from riding into Rhode Island, those ATVs that were protesting. You know, this is what a community and residents expect. Safety. I've delivered that as mayor. I will continue to do that down in Washington D.C., making sure we support law enforcement, providing them the resources they need to keep our communities and backyards safe.
0: Mayor Fung, uh, Seth Magaziner, he is in favor and went along with giving driver's license to illegals. Granted, you'd be in Congress, but just in in theory and philosophy, where does former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung feel about in Rhode Island giving? identification driver's licenses to people living in the state and in the country illegally?
1: You know, John, my uh, position on that has not changed. You know, from day one, from both gubernatorial uh, campaigns to even now, we should not be providing driver's licenses to those individuals who are undocumented in this state. It becomes a valid form of identification uh, that can be used as always that we need to fix our immigration system but providing that type of you know government sanctioned identification is not the right path to choose.
0: Mayor Fung, right now, like a lot of people, uh they don't feel or at least I'll speak for myself, I don't have representation in Washington. Uh David Cicilline, Langevin, they are very not only they're so partisan, we don't have anyone I'm gonna use a football analogy. You and I are both Patriot fans, but It would be refreshing. I think we need someone who's going to be in the Republican huddle, someone that'll be a representative for all the people. Seth Magaziner makes it very clear. He is only interested in representing the progressive left down in D.C. That's not acting as a representative for the. What about everybody else in Rhode Island?
1: And that's where, you know, there's a dramatic difference between myself and Mr. Magaziner because he just wants to continue pushing the failed agendas of this president and Speaker Pelosi uh, versus what I've done at the table. And I've proven that I can be a problem solver working across the aisle, bringing balance back, common sense solutions. I did that in Cranston. That's what type of leadership I will bring down to Washington, D.C., working together, get things done, solving big problems. You know, I have that track record of 12 years doing it. You know, people in our state, in our district know me for doing that, and that's what I will deliver down in Washington, D.C. We need it. John, we haven't been with a a balanced voice in over... Thirty plus years, we need someone that can bring home the dollars. Especially when newsflash looks like the Republicans are going to take back the House. You need someone on the others that's part of the team to bring back and be a voice of Rhode Islanders up there, but also make sure that we're bringing back the dollars for those initiatives I talked about: infrastructure, supporting our businesses, helping improve our communities. I will be that voice.
0: Magaziner is Mr. Mayor. You're up against—I mean—a real. Progressive left. He is no, he does, he has no interest in talking independence, let alone Republicans. But Mayor Fung, what about the fact that right now, uh, people are obviously unsatisfied with the way things are going. We, they haven't had representation of Washington. I think the vote yesterday shows just how disappointed people are with the way government is going. Let's get to some, uh, kind of nuts and bolts. How can people get involved with the Fung campaign get Fung lawn signs how can people jump into action to help you get across the finish line
1: the best way is go to our website www.fungforri.com. 4 f-u-n-g-f-o-r-r-i.com uh, contact us at info at you know we we are hitting the doors first and foremost as a prior we are hitting the doors i'm out there myself you see me at fierce festivals in people's backyards knocking talking to residents that's what we need more of we need individuals who are helping to identify our votes making sure that they know my message of what i've done in cranston as well as what i want to do for them down in washington dc and be a voice for them so you know that's the first step that we can, uh, that they can go out to help. Obviously, they can also donate online. We are going to need, uh, you know, the dollars to kind of help get our message out to support those field operations. You now they can donate on the website again. It's www.fungforri.com. Uh, that is going to help, you know, provide the fuel to kind of continue this engine going. And yes, John, I am not afraid to, you know, say. Gasoline, oil, because as we transition over to a a renewable energy green economy, we can't do what this Biden administration does. You know, and I am that individual that will be the right voice to kind of lower and tackle um, this high cost of living crisis we're facing.
0: Before I let you go, Mayor Fung, uh, the vice president was on Meet the Press on Sunday. And, you know, this whole business of her trying to say, yeah, I think the border is secure. People just feel the country. You know, President Biden is, is seen is just like a drift. People feel that the border is open, things are so expensive, crime is on the rise. That video of of that fight in Providence over the course of the weekend. I, I truly believe the beginning for the turnaround of Rhode Island is to send Kranz, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung to Washington to represent the state. Uh, to be involved with the Republican Party, to have a voice in the Republican Party, to have a represent the state with the Republican Party. The beginning of turning back and taking back Rhode Island, Mayor Fung, I really truly believe it starts with your race in CD2
1: and it will continue on after that race after we win i'm going to be a champion for all of our families especially the working families that have felt lost by this biden pelosi administration agenda that's driving up all of our costs causing this craziness that's hitting us in our wallets and pocketbooks every single day i'm going to do what's right for all of us just like what i've done for cranson for all these years john and again i Look forward to having everyone support funforri. dot uh, If you can contribute, if you can uh, contribute your time, everything will go help get this message out, and we are going to uh, roll to victory on November eighth. And thank you, John, for always having me on.
0: Absolutely, all right, Mayor Fun. Good luck on the campaign trail. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Bye. All right, folks, there it is. Former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung. I am excited for him. That's going to be a great race. Now, Magaziner is already out attacking. And all they're going to try to do is attack. They are very, very nervous about Fung going to Congress. And this is, you know, they are seeing the numbers and seeing panic. He basically, Magaziner, I you know, he did get. But that really wasn't much of a race. They all decided early on that they weren't going to really attack them that much folks this portion of the john DePetro show and it's brought to you by matthews oil they will keep you warm this winter call matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service 401-942-7500 four generations trusted oil delivery keep your home comfortable and safe 90 years of service Matthews Oil. Call them today, 401-942-7500. Maybe you're setting up your oil schedule delivery for the winter time. Call Matthews Oil, 401-942-7500. So that race is set, and Seth Magaziner, folks, he is grasping at straws. And I mean that. You know, Seth Magaziner is an extremist. I've posted before, it's on my website, I'll post it again. Here's the um the picture of uh, him marching with the def- at a defund, the police rally. I mean that's really has it how it goes down. Governor McKee blames timing for not taking the folks phone call. Uh, McKee, I, I'm going to play the channel 10 piece on this. I am telling you, I think it hurts him. I think um, anyone that voted for Helena folks certainly feels it was rude it was inappropriate but I, i'm gonna you know i think this is one of those things that you get to see how somebody really is with the curtain down folks at twelve forty-three on this wednesday i i mean it the um the element of you know sometimes you see how someone acts like i i i have a hard problem with people that give a young cashier a hard time there are, if you see a, a business person, especially a business person, and they're giving a waiter or a waitress a hard time, you know, in, in the chain of command, it says a lot about how they treat, and I don't want to use the phrase like the little people, but there are people like that. And that was a good insight. You know, Governor McKee, you saw firsthand what he's like behind the scenes with his staff, balking yelling, denigrating, hang up. Don't you have a brain in your head, Eva? I I spoke with a retired police officer this morning. I've known him for a long time. He used to work with the late Tony Mancuso, who uh, state police and then also Tony Mancuso ran, at one point, the Providence Police. He said that if Tony Mancuso were alive, now this is a Cranston a uh, former retired police officer, he said it, but if Tony Mancuso, he was alive, he would have gone over there and yanked McKee off the stage. Like, how dare you humiliate, denigrate my daughter, Eva Mancuso that way? Don't you have a brain in your head? What are you, stupid? Hang up on her. And we're supposed to believe, yeah, you know, I want to take my mother. La, la la la. You know, the whole thing with that, that's all a fairy tale. You know, Justin pointed out pretty well. I can't even begin. I don't think people would fully appreciate and understand just how much, <clears throat> um, how much he is a puppet to the unions. Now, someone is leaking information out of the Ashley Califf campaign. Ian Donisk has a hands on state of the race memo from Team Ashley Kalis. Pathway to victory. Uniquely positioned to win the governor's race. Extraordinary life story. Uh, powerful message. Money is the mother's milk. Commanding financial position. She's leading McKee by nearly half a million. She's got uh, close to 600,000. He is under 100,000. Last night, over 67, it's actually 68% of Democrats voted against Dan McKee. How about that? President Biden is upside down, and Governor McKee is the least popular governor in the country. 38% approval rating. I think it's below that, all while being under an FBI investigation. The only reason he won is because he handed out bonuses to labor and was the deciding vote to build a soccer stadium, which gave him the labor endorsement. The clear majority of Democrats are looking for an alternative to Dan McKee. So, you know, that is, whoever framed that for the uh, Ashley Kalis campaign, that, that's pretty accurate. McKee is vulnerable. Failed career politician, continues to represent the very worst of our state. While a decent mayor, he's been corrupted by power. He's under investigation by the FBI, the U.S. Attorney General's Office, the Rhode Island Attorney General, the Rhode Island State Police. His first chief of staff had to resign in disgrace over a land deal. His second chief of staff was sued by the EDC for 38 studios. Law firm had to pay more than $4 million, and his DMV director was under surveillance for having a massage parlor. <laughs> That's uh, old Bud, Bud Craddock. You know, all of that is accurate. Everything they just said is accurate. Now, I I believe though, I, I I am the opportunity is there. Ashley Kalis couldn't I am telling you right now, folks, she couldn't ask for a better opportunity than she has right now. It it would just be impossible. Um she couldn't he is weakened. This is the race is what I'm trying. He is absolutely weakened. Everything she said is true. But I'm anxious to see if she can close the deal. Now, they, they're going to have to beef up their operation in Providence. I mean, that and I don't know if they know that. I'm not impressed with their commercials. She's going to have to do a lot better. I I think I would. I would turn the phone call into a commercial. I would, because he's such a bore. He is, that is an obnoxious, rude, condescending, boorish behavior. I mean, is it any wonder that he and Pork Boy are like fast friends? And some of these guys that were trying to defend it, unimaginable. Helena, folks, now, folks, I'm telling you right now, the East Providence vote, and I'm going to go into some of the specifics here, but that Helena, folks, ad that ran yesterday, I don't, I don't think you need to do a lot with it. I think, I think it's pretty good as it is. Um, Right here, the one she unleashed yesterday on McKee. He got
1: that right. But it's Dan McKee who's lying. Here's the truth. McKee has the worst job approval of any governor in America. Mired in an FBI investigation of a contract awarded to his cronies, and McKee refuses to release the subpoena about the scandal served on his administration. Dan McKee lies, scandals, and America's worst governor.
0: I'm Helena Bonano, folks. Let's get big things done for Rhode Island. You know, I would even just have, at the end of the commercial... <clears throat> What I would also include there is uh, the whole business of him, like hang up on him. Hang up on him. You know, hang up on Dan McKee. That's what it should be. Hang up on Dan McKee. Rhode Islanders have a chance to hang up on Dan McKee. Wait a little. I'm going to go through some of the numbers. I'm going to tell you exactly how he, right here. This is what they should include in the commercial.
1: Hang up on them.
0: And oh then shit. the gesture. Oh I mean, all right, so yesterday, folks, <clears throat> we are a um, couple things, by the way. Boy, Ramundo, Ramundo is, as as she proved again, and we talked about this with Dan McGowan. Folks, good afternoon at 1250. It's John DePietro. I will talk about some of the other races, but just to break this down, because he is not in a strong position here. He basically, you take away the early voting in the mail ballots and McKee's under 30%. You're talking about someone that would have been, a, she would have come in second with 29% if you take away the early voting in the mail ballots. So, but his path to victory, I will talk about the lieutenant governor race and some of the other ones. Rhode Island has a decision to make. Do they really want McKee Matos? They, they are puppets for the special interest. And, you know, uh Justin Katz had it right. You know, the fact that he's standing out of a polling place with Pat Crowley, I can't even begin to tell you. That is, I mean, I, it's just so alarming. The guy is just, they are, they, he's a union goon is what he is. And that's who McKee is now associating with. But I'm going to get into some of the numbers. Um, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this uh, post-primary Wednesday is purchased by J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, free estimate, any project, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730, 401 401- 732 1730 J Perry Paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. J Perry Paving has your back, affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. Call them for a free quote. Remember, they are a licensed and insured contracted company. J Perry Paving, 401 732 1730. So when you look at some of the numbers, let's start with Johnston. Boy, Gina Raimondo, she's all about Gina. As Dan McGowan said earlier, you know she did come into a fundraiser for Brett Smiley. He won mayor of Providence. Gina Raimondo came in and did a fundraiser, or yeah, fundraiser I believe, with Stephen Pryor, general treasurer. She did not endorse Helena Folks. Helena Folks. Uh, Gina Raimondo did much did better in Johnston. Helena Bonanno Folks needed to highlight that Italian maiden name. Her dad is Bernie Bonanno. In Johnston, McKee, now granted, he's tight with Joe Policina. But in Johnston, McKee got 45% of the vote. He got 1,600 votes. Helena Bonanno folks got 1,000. Nellie got 615. She she shouldn't have got blown out by that. He beat her 45 to to 28. She needed him, that needed to be like a 35-35. She actually should have probably won Johnston, but let's just say that that's not going to happen. Hey, Governor, Governor McKee, the FBI's on the line.
1: No,
0: No, Governor, the FBI wants to talk to you about the ILO contract. I mean, is it any mystery the guy that's under an FBI probe uh, won the election with quote mail ballots, 5,000 mail ballots? East Providence. Now, last night, we uncovered the mayor of East Providence was walking in and out of the polling places. Governor McKee spent a lot of time in East Providence. So how did he do there? In East Providence, he grabbed, and I'll have to go to some of the mail ballots. I'm still pulling the stuff up, but he grabbed 35% of the vote, 2,200 votes. Bonanno folks grabbed 1,700 votes out of East Providence. So 35 to 27. So... She needed to do better there. Now, Pawtucket, because of the soccer stadium, McKee won Pawtucket, 36% of the vote. He got 2,000 votes in Pawtucket. Nellie came in second with 25% of the vote, 1,400 votes. And folks came in third, 23%. So he really clobbered her by about almost close to 1,000 votes in Pawtucket. She needed a stronger showing. She also got walloped in Central Falls. Now, as I've been telling you, she did very well outside of that triangle of Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. In Providence, Nellie grabbed Providence with basically 7,000 votes. McKee had 5,600, and then Helena Bonano folks So Nellie had 33% of the vote Providence, McKee 27. Now she had almost 5,000 votes. She needed to perform better on the east side and on the south side. Um, Alorza should have helped her do better in Providence. But I also want to go to the Board of Elections. The way they break it out is you can also see, um, I want to see East Providence ballot breakout. And in East Providence, let me see exactly. Here it is. So in East Providence, Dan McKee had 289 mail ballots and Helena got 143. And then he also beat her at the polls, but not by much. 1,435 to 27. She needed to close the gap a little bit there. Um. I also wanted to check. I want to, in Central Falls. <laughs> Central Falls. Now, remember, he had, he is part of, James Deosa is part of his team in Central Falls. So, Nellie grabbed 50% of the vote in CF, 411 votes. McKee, yeah, McKee got 247 votes, 39 mail ballots. Helena Bonanno folks got crushed, two mail ballots in CF, two, and less than 10% of the vote, she needed to form, perform better in, in uh, Central Falls. So she did very well. But I, I'm telling you, he this is a weakened race for Governor McKee. Now, uh, Ramundo also could have helped her in Warwick as well. Definitely could have helped her. In Warwick, Dan McKee got 33.7% of the vote. And Helena got uh, 32.4% of the vote, barely lost to him, barely lost, actually beat him at the polls, beat him at the polls, but he beat her in mail ballots in Warwick, which is very suspect. But she beat him at the polls, but she needed to win overall. Listen, Dan McKee goes on to the general election because of mail ballots, so I know that people are going to ask, you know, does, does, um, you know, does Ashley have a shot at, does Ashley Kalis have a chance to beat Dan McKee in the general? Um, you know, it, it's actually possible but he needs to be beaten down even more. And where this race, folks, at 12.58, and again, we go up next hours radio only. But where this thing really comes down, this is now up to Ashley Kalis. And she needs to run a great campaign. A memo of hers leaking to the press is not a good indication of running a, a great campaign. But I believe it's very simple, and I've laid it out. She has to really show the difference between her and McKee. The problem is when you go for education, you have to go to the differences. For instance, and I mean it at 1259. I, I would, if I'm Ashley Kalis, I would say, listen, it's very simple. I don't believe kids should identify as cats and see what he says. Because McKee and his party say, oh no, they can identify as cats and dogs and, the, and lizards and all this other stuff. So I think between the bonuses, the driver's license for illegals, the general direction of the state and corruption. Believe it or not, Ashley Kalis actually, actually has a shot to win this race. So I'm going to go through some more of the races. We will be doing a Facebook Live later, folks. It's John DePetro. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Then there is a lot of news out of Boston with that explosion. And then Mike Lindell, uh, the FBI, grabbed his phone, my pillow guy. Next hours radio only AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM will listen on the website.